Okay, welcome back to our leadership series here uh, with Coach TJ Conley. Uh, today we're going to be talking about level one, our first step here on the journey of how to be the best leader that you can be. So welcome back. Uh, I'm excited to get into this. Uh, give us the, the thousand foot overview. What is level one? We talked a little bit about it being synergy, but let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah, heck yeah. Okay, so synergy. It's all about building those relationships um, that task and social cohesion is built on that energy between each other and making sure that those relationships are there. Um, it's so important to have those relationships because people don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. Mm. I love, love that little saying <laughs> as a leader. Like you have to have those relationships. People aren't going to look to you for that leadership. They're not going to hear everything you're saying unless they know how much you care not just about them but about the team about the group about everybody working together that common goal that everybody is so motivated to go and get if you don't care about that you just care about yourself people aren't going to listen right they're not going to hear what you're trying to say hear and see what you're trying to do so having those relationships is so incredibly important yeah yeah so let's like, you know, we talked about there's three pillars of level one. Give us, what's what's the first pillar of level one? Yeah, and I think it's important, too, to realize, like, the three levels are levels, like, they're in order. But these three pillars, they're not necessarily in any order. Mm -hmm. um, but they're just important parts of this foundation that we're going to try to build. Yeah. Um, but usually the first one that I like to talk about, and again, it's not in any particular order, but I usually go with this one, is enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. It's that energy. It's that feeling that you get from somebody that you can just see it in their eye. Like a lot of times, yeah, there's, there's vocal energy, there's vocal enthusiasm, but you can just feel somebody's yeah. enthusiasm when you walk in the room, if they're truly bringing it. Um, and like I said, we're going to go through the think, say, do model with all of these different pillars. So let's first, let's really think about enthusiasm. What do we need to get people to believe and think about enthusiasm to, to truly get them to start portraying this enthusiasm as a leader? Um, and that brings me to this research study that we came across. And the research study was done on 294 NBA players, all 30 teams, and it, and it followed them through their entire preseason. And the goal of this research study was to see how much enthusiasm um, affects teams and players. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so how can we track enthusiasm? How can we find enthusiasm within this team? And the thing that they decided they wanted to track and keep, keep a tally of was positive touches. Mm -hmm. Okay, high fives, head bumps, or knucks, or pats on the back, slaps on the butt, like all that kind of stuff. Like positive touches between players and teammates so they followed them through all of their games throughout the entire preseason and the findings were just staggered just crazy so the two big things that they found were that one the team with the most positive touches right they tallied every single one of them throughout their entire game the team with the most positive touches was the team that had the most wins in that preseason. Wow. And that was down the line. It was like the next team had was second place in the preseason. And I guess those, I get it's preseason, but like those teams were the ones that played the best in the preseason. 
And I think the other part that's extremely cool is that not only did the team benefit from more positive touches, but the athlete that had the most positive touches performed the best in that preseason. Most points, most rebounds, most assists. Like they correlated, not just from a team perspective, but the individual that gave the most positive touches was also that best player that preseason. Wow. So if that doesn't tell you right there, like how important, uh, how important enthusiasm is, I don't know what else would. Yeah, we could end right? the episode right there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, the the thing that I want us to think about this, right, is like that person that was really trying to lead was out there giving positive touches, and it brought their entire team along with them. Mm-hmm. So what I want you guys to think is, yeah, understand that study, but what I want you to think about enthusiasm is that it's contagious. Mm-hmm. It's contagious. What do we think about enthusiasm? We think it's contagious. Whatever type of energy you're bringing, people are gonna latch on, they're gonna catch it, Yes. right? And I think that's a great question to ask yourself. Am I bringing enthusiasm? Do I want our team culture to be just like me? Because it's contagious. Whatever it is you're bringing to the table, it's contagious. Are you bringing enthusiasm or are you bringing negative energy, right? What do you want your team to look like? Do you want it to have enthusiasm? Are you bringing it? Is it contagious? Are you, are you spreading that? Or is it negative energy that you're bringing, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to become a great leader, you've got to have enthusiasm, right? You've got to be bringing this, this energy for the group because it's contagious. So we think it, right? We think it's contagious. What are we going to say to bring enthusiasm? I love it. Like when I'm trying to bring enthusiasm, like my kind of little go-to is let's go and I'll start clapping and stuff. Or, um, but it, it can be whatever you want. Yeah, right? so many different things. A group can bring and, and come up or uh, an individual can come up with their own little saying that they're going to go out and say. But it's got to be this, I, I know what I'm going to fall back on when a group needs energy. Um, I've done this, this curriculum with our women's basketball team. Their little saying is LFG. You know, they got to keep it a little bit PC. It's let's F and go. But they went, they just like this acronym of, of just bringing this energy. They're like, let's, let's go. Yeah. Right. So that's what our, our girls on our basketball team say when they feel like energy is a little bit low and they want to help lead that group and bring up the enthusiasm. Our men's basketball team is a little bit different. They have a little different saying that they've brought to the table. Um, and it's what they brought to the table is wad up. What would, Andrew do. So I want to tell you a little story about this this man named Andrew Sorensen um, that our men's basketball team based that saying off of. Andrew Sorensen, this is a story that, again, like my mentor that, that taught me all this taught, told me this story. Um, and Mike is a coach that's been at Gonzaga for a long time. Andrew Sorensen was a men's basketball player over there at Gonzaga. Um, probably about a decade or so ago, maybe a little bit longer, I'm not exactly sure. But Andrew was a walk-on on that team. Um, he walked on and for the first three years of his career, didn't see a single minute on the court. Didn't play whatsoever his first three years. Um, and, you know, he was ready after that third year, like, dang, okay, my senior year, like, I'm still walking on, I'm still paying all this tuition, like, I'm putting in all this work and, and it's just not really paying off. Like, I think it's time to 
to start focusing on my studies and, and move on. And his energy that he brought to that team, he was incredible. He was the type of guy that, um, you know, if, the, if they're, you're getting up for this early six o'clock in the morning workout, like everybody's tired, everybody's sitting in the locker room, getting their shoes on and all that stuff. Andrew was the type of guy that would come into that locker room and, you know, everybody's got their head bud, their earbuds on, their, their hood over their head. He would be the guy that like comes in and pulls somebody's hood off and then just runs away. And next thing you know, everybody's running around the room. There's energy, people are laughing at him and just elevated the enthusiasm, elevated the energy. Um, and the coaches saw that. The coaches knew how important he was to that team's synergy and their enthusiasm. And so when he was thinking about calling it and, and hanging them up, Coach Few said, no, it's, that's not going to happen here. Like, we need you here. This team needs your energy and enthusiasm. We're going to give you a full-ride scholarship for your fourth year so that we can keep you here because you are such an important part of what this team is doing. You might not see a whole lot of playing time, but your energy and enthusiasm for this team is that important. Yeah, that's incredible. Right? So our basketball guys on our team, they say, what up? What would Andrew do? And that is just that little indicator like, hey, we need to bring it up. We need to increase our enthusiasm right now. And everybody knows what that means. You have this saying that is going to bring it up. It's going to improve enthusiasm. So we think it's contagious. We say, let's go, or wad up, or LFG. What do we do? Well, easy, right? We already know what to think. We saw this research study about positive touches. That's what we got to do, mm -hmm. right? We got to go out and we got to give positive touches. And that is so simple, right? Like anybody can do this. And this is one of the things I love about all of level one is it doesn't take a, the best player on the team. It doesn't take a senior. It doesn't take somebody that has all this experience. It's just is effort, right? If you want to be a good leader, you want to bring enthusiasm, do these things. You got to understand it, believe it, think it. You got to say enthusiastic things and you got to go out and give positive touches like that is anybody can do that anybody can go bring enthusiasm so absolutely that's pillar one or the first pillar that that i like to go through with our level one of synergy yeah well there's so much just in that first pillar and i think it's like you're saying it's so actionable and it makes me think back to i mean even just with myself a lot of the stuff i'm i do those positive touches what a lot of that is is you know, you, it changes your physiology, it changes how you, you use your body, and emotion mm -hmm. comes from emotion. So I think it mm -hmm. does, those positive touches bleed into that energy, into that enthusiasm, which, which is so contagious. I mean, you saw it our freshman year, we had 6 a.m. lifts, and, and me and my really good friend, my brother, uh, Cameron Lane, who played safety for us for a couple years, uh, you know, one day we're, we're doing speed squats and Cam just starts going. And, and mm -hmm. I'm always, I got rapport with him. We're always on the same page. So I just, I feed off of what he does. And, you know, he loved, was really into EDM music and he went on and put EDM music on. And all of a sudden it became this thing every Thursday. Half the room was really like, what are we doing EDM music? But all of a sudden we're jumping up and down. Cam jumps over to a rack. He jumped up and down. He shoves some mo linemen. You got guys getting fired up and buying into it. It felt like a music festival in the lift all together. <laughs> yes. But... The weight was moving. I, I guarantee you we got way more out of those lifts just because guys were excited. They looked forward to it. We only had one guy ever miss 
a lift and we jog back to the dorms with you to go get them. Legendary <laughs> story enough for another time. But it just comes back to, to the, that thing. It's so contagious. And I think there's so many different ways to go about it. Not even just positive touches, but just thinking about how you can, anyone can be the spark. Like you're saying, like mm-hmm. Andrew Sorensen was a, was a walk-on. But he became so important. He got a full ride. So I hope we got a bunch of people that are going to go try to earn full rides by bringing enthusiasm uh, after this. I but love it. Um, yeah. that's awesome. Awesome. So, you know, that's, that's great. We, we went through those three steps of the pillar. Number one, what, what do you got for pillar number two for, for level one here? The next one that I like to, uh, to bring to our teams is gratitude. Gratitude. And again, like these first couple levels are just being great teammates, being great people. And to be a great person, I truly believe that having a great sense of gratitude is a foundational piece. Mm-hmm. Um, gratitude is so important to our outlook on life. Like if we're going to bring enthusiasm, if we're going to bring synergy and relationships to our team, having this sense of gratitude and, and a lot of times too, it's just positivity, like how we look at our life. Um, this sense of gratitude is so important. So what do we want to think about gratitude? Um, gratitude, like I said, like it's, it's our outlook on life. What, it's how we see our life. What, at the end of the day, what we need to think about gratitude is that it creates our reality. Our reality is based off of our sense of gratitude, how we see everything that's going to happen to us in our life, right? We have to realize that if we look at things in a positive way, if we look at things or look at things as like, this is shaping me, this is helping me, even if it's good or bad, we realize that it truly is shaping and creating our reality, our perception of our life, our Mm -hmm. perception of our reality. We're always going to have, you know, things that other people might look at as good or bad happen to us, these circumstances of our life. If we have a sense of gratitude, we're going to appreciate all of it no matter what, and it's going to create our reality. Um, I think a a great story uh, for this one is this story of a man named Anthony Ray Hinton. Anthony Ray Hinton was um, incarcerated, put in prison for 30 years for a crime that he didn't commit. Like there was no way that he committed it. Somehow still got convicted of it, put in jail for 30 years of his life. Um, And along the way, he started building these relationships with other inmates and guards and all of them are like fighting, trying to find lawyers that would support him and help get him out because this man clearly didn't commit this crime. Finally, with all of their help, after this 30 years, by unanimous Supreme Court decision, he was set free. He was in solitary confinement for 30 years. It was wow. like a double murder that he was convicted of, right? And locked up, solitary confinement for 30 years, an hour a day that he got to, to get out and see the sun, right? 60 Minutes did this huge interview with him after he got out of jail. And, you know, some of the things that he said in that interview were just so moving. Um, one of the things that he said was, you know, people look at rain as a bad thing, right? People run out of the rain. And 
not Anthony. Anthony runs into the rain. He says, how can anything falling from the heavens not be special? Why? Like, how many times do you go out to the field and think, like, oh, crap, like, it's so cold out there, like, it's snowing out here. Like, we can't control the weather, right? We have to look at it in a positive way. He runs into the rain. He's so grateful for everything, right? You know, 60 minutes, I asked him, like, aren't you mad? Aren't you pissed at the people that put you in jail? And he said, no, like, they've already taken 30 years of my life. If I look at them in that negative and and hateful way, they're going to take the rest of my life. His outlook, his circumstance was terrible, but his outlook on it was positive. He was grateful for everything that happened to him and is still a happy and go lucky person, even though he had this horrible thing, at least the way that other people would look at it happened to him. Mm -hmm. Right. He has this sense of gratitude, and his sense of gratitude created his reality, not his circumstances. And I think that's so important for a good leader, right? We have to have this sense of gratitude uh, for everything that happens to us. So we think that gratitude creates our reality. What are we going to say, right? Our think-say-do model. Simple, right? Somebody that's grateful says thank you. We say thank you for everything, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, the amazing things that happen to us, especially our Division One athletes, you know, gear day, getting all this stuff, like thanking our equipment managers, mm-hmm. thanking the people that are serving our, our beautifully catered meals on the road, like the people that are helping serve us, we thank them. The people that are taking care of our, our practice, like our Offensive coordinator, like setting up all of our practices for for our offense, thanking him for all that work he's putting in, you know, the time that he takes away from his family. Our head coach, everything that he does to help bring this team together and be our leader. And like, we have to thank these people and say thank you for for all the things that they do. Our strength coach, yeah, (laughs) so important. That's right. Say thank you three times to them. (laughs) Thanking them for, for what they're doing, right? Thanking the people around us. And thanking our teammates, thanking the people that are right there, you know, at our level as people see it, thanking them for for being there, saying thank you to all those people around us. So we think that it creates our reality. We say thank you, and what can we do? And this is one that that I love, and I've really tried to to do as much as possible, and, and hopefully, and I know that a lot of people do see it as genuine, is smile. I, I just, whenever I come into a room, I try to smile. You know, like people feel that. People feel that energy, that enthusiasm, and smiling is such a great way to do it. Um, I mean, even just like the mechanical, like using the muscles to smile actually starts releasing endorphins in our body and makes mm. us feel happier and more enthusiastic. It's simple right? We believe it. We think that it creates our reality. We say thank you as much as possible and we do it with a smile on our face. Yeah. Wow. Super powerful stuff. And even just as I'm, I'm thinking about this too, thank you. It said so much. I think some people, when you say it to them, they don't take it as much, um, 
I don't know. Sometimes they can. It's easy to shrug it off, and I want to challenge the people that really want to take it to the next level. When was the last time you looked someone in their eyes and you said, "I'm, I'm grateful for you. Yeah. I'm grateful for you. You know how powerful that is. I'm grateful for you, brother. You know, like looking at a teammate and saying that. I think it's just so powerful. And really, as you're just saying all this level one stuff, a lot of it is just making sure our cup is filled, because really, like this gratitude stuff, it. The, the secret to living is giving, right? Mm-hmm. So when you smile, you're feeling better. And when you feel good, you can take care of others. You can serve others, which maybe I'm jumping ahead a couple levels, right? <laughs> but but really, that's what it's all about. Um, just super powerful stuff. I, I love that one. And I think people really underestimate the same thing. Back to physiology, a smile, that changes your state. allows you to bring more enthusiasm, right? So you see yep. these pillars, they intertwine. And even talking about the Anthony Ray Hinton stuff is... You know, it just brings me to something in my own life that that I kind of have this rule that, you know, as a leader, we can't take disempowering meanings from things. And it's so easy to be a victim or, you know, this happened, right? Like someone died in your family, right? It's it's so easy to be like, ah, you know, like this sucks. But look at some of the other different cultures. They look at it, wow, what a celebration of their life, mm-hmm. right? And and it's the intelligent thing to do. I've said it so many times in the podcast, but it's the intelligent thing to do to take an empowering meaning from something that will actually push you forward to lead others. So yes. I think it's awesome. Um, pillar number three. Yeah. Give it to me. Okay. The third one that I usually present to our, our teams is loyalty. Loyalty. Again, just a skill that doesn't take an incredible athlete. It's just a good person, mm-hmm. right? A good teammate. Um, loyalty is what brings us together, right? We, we talk about how important cohesion, social cohesion, task cohesion is in in leadership. Loyalty brings us together. It's that extra little bit of motivation. It's that that trust in each other to to know that our teammates are gonna do the right thing. They, they are going to push themselves to the limit. They're going to go just a little bit further because they have that sense of loyalty. They're doing it for each other. Um, and so loyalty is extremely important to that first, that foundation, this first level of leadership. What do we want to think about loyalty? Loyalty, to me, um, it's, like I said, so important. What do we want people to think about it? We want them to think that loyalty is gained when it's given, right? Like we, we know it's important now. We, we know that it's important to leadership. How are we going to gain this loyalty from all the people that we're trying to lead, that we're trying to help influence? We got to give it to them first. So we got to think and believe that if we're going to gain that loyalty from the people we're trying to lead, that first we have to give them that loyalty, mm-hmm. right? When they're going through tough times, we got to be there for them. Um, when we're being asked as a group to do something that we know is going to be really hard, but we know it's going to be good for us, we got to be there for them. We got to show them that we're there for them as well. We got to show them our loyalty. Um, so we think it, we know that's important. What are we going to say? Right to show that loyalty. If we're going to gain that loyalty, we got to show them that loyalty. Let's let's come up with something that we can say to make sure that that they're going to feel that. Right. What I want us to say is, "I got you. I got you." Mm-hmm. This brings me back to a, a story. Um, 
that that I think of every time I hear somebody say I got you and this is another a story of, of myself um, as a little high school football player um, my senior year in high school our team was incredible our whole the whole school like we had all these guys lined up we had an incredible team football basketball baseball just incredible athletes that year um, and like I said I was the quarterback on that team our football team was undefeated going throughout this whole regular season made it through the playoffs and got all the way to the state championship game I was our our team captain I was our quarterback I was a safety on defense a kicker a punter like I literally only left the field on extra points I did our field goals but I didn't do extra points just so I could get one playoff per game you know um and uh yeah, I mean, obviously, as as that captain and quarterback, like I was a big piece of of this team, um, and we got to that state championship and the first offensive series. Uh, we're marching down the field. We're about to score on this first series and drop back to pass and feeling some pressure. So I start scrambling and get out of the pocket and really make this hard plant on my right leg to to juke this guy out. And right when I put all that weight on that right leg, um, a defender came like kind of out of the, the back corner from a little bit from behind me and to the side and dove at my legs and his helmet hit me right in the middle of my lower leg, right in the middle of my, my shin and snapped those two bones, the tibia and fibula in my lower leg. Um, I remember that just hit me and it was like, it rolled me over onto my back and I felt this excruciating pain. I landed on my back and sat up and grabbed my leg, and my leg was at a 90 degree angle, right in the middle of my shin, and my foot's pointing off to the side, and I grabbed that thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, like my first action was to, my intuition was just to grab it and straighten it out, and I just laid back and literally just started praying. <laughs> literally, like our fathers, Hail Mary's like, this is messed up, like there's some weird stuff going on down here, like I just gotta <laughs> go, to, go to God here. Um, and. My brother was a receiver on the football team, uh, my little brother Nick, and I'll never forget, he ran right up to me after that, and he was right there by my side. My dad was our athletic trainer, and he ran out there and was right there by my side until the ambulance came out on the field, and they got the stretcher out and all that stuff, and put the, the brace on there, and put me up on the stretcher, and I'll never forget my brother, my little brother, um, coming up to me on the stretcher as they're about to put me in the ambulance and him saying, I got you. I got you. Because he knew how important all this was to me. Um, sorry, I'm starting to get a little emotional. Uh, awesome. But, uh, and the rest of the team come up to and just tell me, I got you. Like, we got you. We know how important this is to you. Like, we know we, you can't finish this thing heading off to the hospital and surgery and all that stuff, but we got you. I got you, is what my brother said to me and my teammates said to me, and I'll never forget that. And it just showed that that loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, not not to, to me, but to our whole vision, everything that we wanted to do. We had this goal of getting three state championships in football, basketball, baseball, and they all saw it starting to slip away, but they weren't going to let it go. Um, so they had my back. I said, I got you. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, awesome. Loyalty. We we believe and think 
and it's gained when given. We say, I got you. And what I want you guys to do to show your loyalty to your teammates is stand up for them. Stand up. We stand up for our teammates, for our, for our peers. If we're trying to lead them, we got to stand up to them, mm-hmm. stand up for them. And we can talk about that in many different ways, like even, you know, like physically standing up for them when they come off the field or when one of our basketball players gets checked out of the game. Like you'll see that, you'll notice that on our bench. Everybody stands up for that person coming off the bench to show their loyalty to them. In football, same thing. Like when somebody's coming off the field, you're changing personnel or turnover or whatever happens when everybody comes off the field, we stand up for them. We don't just sit down on the bench. We can show them our loyalty by standing up for them. Mm. But I also think it's really important too to stand up for our teammates and for our peers, not just on the field or on the court, but in the locker room. When maybe somebody's talking bad about one of your teammates behind their back, you can stand up for them. You can show your loyalty to them, even when they're not there, by standing up to them. And the other thing that you're going to notice, too, about your teammates that maybe were, you know, getting caught up in in talking bad about somebody behind their back, they're going to see you stand up for that person that's not there, but they're also going to see that you're standing up, that that you will stand up for them, too, when they're not around, Mm right? Right? They know that you're a loyal person because you're standing up for somebody that's not even there to defend themselves. They know that if they're t- somebody's talking about about them too, that you're going to stand up for them. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important as a leader. We can't be talking bad about people, right? Like we, if if they're not there, or even if they are there, like we can't be talking bad about people. How are people going to feel that you're loyal to them when they're not sure if? if you're going to be talking bad about them behind their back when they're not there. Yeah. Right. So we got to find ways and it's tough, man. It's like, it's, this is a difficult, Oh, sure. it is. There's so many things that we want to point out and say like, Oh, like I, I wish this guy was better in this sense and start talking bad about people behind their back. We can't have it as leaders. If we want loyalty from the people we're trying to lead, we have to show loyalty to everybody on our team, even when they're not there. Um, to make sure that people feel that loyalty. So standing up for people in a physical sense and, and even when they're, when they're not around, stand up for them. Yeah. So and, well, and just off of that too, I think it is a very difficult one. Like, cause it's so easy. There's, you know, you got your cancers on the team that, mm-hmm. that bring a lot of people into that. But I think all it takes is one. And really, I hope this just starts to get people because it happens all over the place if you can just start Mm -hmm. to be aware of it then you can stand up to that in the first place but a lot of people just it flies over their head or they don't notice it but it's going to start to stick out to you now just because we're talking about it it's going to be in your reticulator activating system like it's just going to be one of those things where you really think about that you would want someone to stand up for you if you weren't there so so treating other people like how you'd want to be treated um i think is just so incredible um 
but yeah, that's that's all level one right there. Yeah, yep. so um, a lot of good stuff there. Um, and, and like I'm, I'm going to say this for every episode, if you have any questions, you can come through my DMs. I'll bring him to coach or go to his Instagram. I'll put that in the link. So uh, we're, we're always here to answer any questions. Um, but there's level one, synergy. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Please share this around. If you got value from this, share this around. It's how the podcast grows. And uh, ultimately, it's how we get more people making it happen because that's what it's all about. So yep. that's all we got. With that being said, make it happen. Out.